Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Good morning, guys. Morning, Sad morning, morning. Man. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's, what's up, good? What's up is LeBron body, Kevin Love last night. Oh, put him in a body bag, Johnny. First of all, you heard Key. We heard your voice on the way in. Like he's playing like in his, he's in his 12th year, his 13th year. His year 12, 13, and 14 for most dudes, if they even last that long, they're, they're hot garbage by then. LeBron is in year, what, what is it, a million now? 18, and I think, 18, right? Yeah, it's year 18. And he's leading the league in scoring. And what he just did to Kevin Love. Have you ever had a, were you ever, did you ever have a drink? Where you see something while you're in mid sip of your drink and you spit it yeah, back spit into take. your cup. Spit yes. take. That's what I did when I saw the dunk last night. I literally spit my drink back into my in, into my cup. And then drank it again? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, come on, man. Stop this. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's my mouth. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's my it's mouth. It's from my it. mouth. What do you mean? Why, why is that why is that nasty? It's, it's, I don't know. It's it's the visual. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Just but the it's, visual. Yeah. Let me okay. ask you this, Key. You ever do something to someone on the field that's your dude? Right, like what LeBron just did to Kevin Love, he but you know, like we can interview Kevin. Hello, Keyshawn J. Willem. He's a ghost. He like he bodied him, man. Like what? 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 Do you ever do something to someone on the field of play, dude on the other team who was your guy and just felt bad about it after? Yeah, you know, a couple. I mean, it just it depends. Uh, uh, I, I played eleven years, so I had some moments where most of the guy, you know, guys are all my friends, but really good friends. I remember we went up against uh, Aaron Beasley when I was with the Jets in the playoffs, and uh, he was a corner at Jacksonville, and I ran the the, the post post route on him a double post, and he just, <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> it was one of the deals. It was just like man, like oh my god, you know, and like it, you didn't it, want to do it to that guy. You you try not to, but at the end I'm out there trying to win, so don't matter. Yeah, it happens. don't really matter. Get out the way. Yeah, I caught Keith Van Horn, who was like a mentor of mine with the with the mean crossover and scored it. And it was something that we always talk about. So yeah, it happens. Keith Van Horn, second pick in the draft. Second pick in the draft. That's right. That's Still getting paid by the one. Nets. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, remember remember he had that contract when oh, he was getting right. paid. He was retired for like twenty years 20 and still years, gets that's paid. Right. That's right. <laughs> So it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, because LeBron has the same kind of feelings about dunking on his dude, Kevin Love. Listen to this. Um, and once I got the bounce pass and I put my left leg down into the ground, that's when I looked up. And to be completely honest, I, I, I hate it had to be him. He's my guy. That's my brother. And um, I hope I'm still invited to the wedding. That's all. That's all I, you know, I, I, that's not even in my all-time dunk. So I'm t- that's, I take it out. I didn't mean it. K-Love, I love you, and I take it back. I wish I could take those two points back and we we still win the game by nine. So, Anybody who's played basketball knows that when you take a charge, you wait for the person to come so you can absorb the hit. Kevin Love recognized in the moment, as soon as he saw LeBron take off, he was like, damn, I am in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he tried to get out of it. You know what he, he tweeted at LeBron, though, after LeBron said that? Hell no, I'm done with this man, King James. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I hope I'm still invited to the wedding. You ever let me ask you this, and and Key, you played on, you know, first of all, in the NFL, if you go number one, you're going to a bad team. That's why they're drafting number one. But like at a certain point, 
LeBron had to recognize, this is not going the way I wanted it to go. I'm going to win the scoring title, right? At some point, you've got to come up with stuff to motivate yourself, goals to achieve, even if it's individual, not team, right? That's what, it's, yeah. that's what it looks like he's doing. Well, I mean, he's still trying to get to the playoffs, number one, and he's not going to stop. We all know that's who LeBron is, no matter what the case is. He figured a long time ago, I'm going to have to wheel this team to the playoffs by myself, and so this is what I'm going to do. No matter what people say about resting me or mm. you're going to be in the play-in game, why even do it? You, you know, oh, you're going to go out in the first round. That's not his mentality. Champions don't think like that. You just think about what's in front of you, and you go and you try to get it. That's simple as and plain as it can be. Yeah, I, look, LeBron is going to continue to do his thing. He's one of the best to ever do it. But here's what I saw last night. And Dan Gilbert, if you're listening to me, Please stop. You're the owner of the Cleveland Cavs. Listen to how this is set up. Last night, when the game's over, Dan Gilbert should have brought LeBron James and Rich Paul into a private room and sit there and say, hey, look, I can't make you anything official. It's against the CBA. Let's have a handshake. When it's all said and done, I want you to end your career here with the Cleveland Cavaliers. You've been here. You won us a championship. First one we ever won. I'll give you an equity stake within the team. Let's continue to raise your profile. You want me to bring in Bronny James? Great. Let him play for the same franchise that you started your career with. You're from here. Let's own it together. And by the way, Rich Paul, let's sell clutch. And let's let you be the GM of this team, you with Kobe Altman. Let's build our own empire right here in Cleveland. That needs to be the play for the Cavs to the future of the organization. That sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a great, that's, what, that's what Kobe and Rob Palenka were doing in L.A. Why can't LeBron and, and, and these guys do it in, with Clutch in Cleveland? No, I'm just laughing because Jay got their whole plan mapped out for them. It's Look, they can do it, but as LeBron said a month or two ago, I don't care. He's not leaving the Lakers he, at all. He. This is where he's playing. This is where he wants to retire. What was Kobe and That's what it. was Kobe and Rob Palenka trying to do with the Lakers? Oh, Kobe wasn't they they Kobe Bryant and Rob Palenka were not getting the Lakers from Jeannie Buss and her family. That's the, you know how many people have tried to buy and overpay for the Lakers? That wasn't gonna happen, Jay. You don't you don't not think you don't think Kobe Bryant would have had a chance to own a piece of the Lakers? I think well, he a would have. Pe- yeah. A piece yes. is different than owning the team. Of course, yeah. Magic Johnson had a piece. You can always get a piece. But LeBron Key, James doesn't point, want a piece. When the Clippers, LeBron James wanted all. Yeah, when the Clippers sold for $2 billion or whatever it was at the time, I remember thinking there are a lot of bus kids. They all – listen, it's a, you know they're doing great, but the family business is the family business. That's basketball. And it's one thing to be making X amount of dollars off the business. It's another thing when you say, damn, the Clippers sold for $2 billion. If the Lakers sell for five, my share as a sibling in the bus family – Who's, 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 like, doing well, but not like that, I might get half a billion out of this. I might want to sell. So I always thought that there was a chance in the end, not tomorrow, but in the end Kobe could get a, a big piece of the Lakers. And I think LeBron – listen, this is what LeBron said about playing in Cleveland, what it means to him. You know, that my games playing here is very limited, you know, in my career. So, 
you know, ho- hopefully I'm, I'm healthy enough to, to put on a uniform and go out and play and play at an effective level, play in front of these fans because they've given me so much for 11 years uh, when I was here uh, for my first stint and for my second stint. So, um, and also, you know, to be able to just to be in front of my family and friends, for them to drive up 40 minutes, you know, from my hometown of Akron, uh, it, me- it means a lot to me. I'm just saying that's in his backyard. It's home. And one of the things that I think Dan Gilbert has to consider is you've been hearing a lot of rumors around expansion for the league, and there's a team coming to Vegas. So from an ownership perspective, LeBron, that's going to be right in his backyard of L.A. So how do you not make a play for arguably the greatest player to ever play the game, who's from Akron, who loves and does so many things for the city of Cleveland? I mean, I'm home. Come home. Own this with me. And key, even if he's 40 and he's not what he once was, as you said, LeBron in year 18 is like most great players in year 12. And Cleveland's good. It's not like the old days where, like, he's the only thing they got. They're good. If you add even an aging LeBron James with his basketball IQ, yeah, maybe that's the missing piece to take him to at the next 40? Level. I mean, let's, I get it at 37. It's hard to predict. I, I see what he's doing at 37, but at 40, I mean, yeah. let's Let, – yeah, we Right now, speak. we're doing – Week to week, month to month. <laughs> yeah, but he and Tom Brady, they're they're like setting new – like it's hard to – there's no precedent for them. There's nothing to compare these guys no, to. No, I'm not going to make the, the, the Max Kellerman uh, prediction. No, LeBron's Falling not going to fall off a cliff. But at 40 – You know what I, I mean, should like, do? I should, should say that again. and then he'll play forever. Do it again. Uh, another MVP quarterback is heading to the AFC, guys. AFC, <laughs> what is going on? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. This just in. The Falcons have traded Matt Ryan to the Colts. He knew the Falcons were probably going in a different direction. Indy feels like they can get it done without a star quarterback. I think that's what Indy is thinking. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. So, for the, what is it, sixth consecutive year, the Indianapolis Colts will have a brand new starting quarterback. 
boy, they had Peyton Manning forever and then Andrew Luck forever and, and, and then a new quarterback every year. <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I key? Am I wrong? By the way, but Matt Ryan, to me, key, they trade him for – they take on this – first of all, the Falcons had this huge dead cap hit. So when we were wondering, hey, would they actually do that to, to, to trade for someone like Deshaun Watson? Yeah, obviously, right, if they do it just to, for a third-round pick. So, but here's – and they – Matt Ryan on the Colts, Key, is that an upgrade over Carson Wentz last year, uh, over Phillip Rivers the year before? I think so. I think it is. Um, you know, I, I think Matt Ryan has a lot of juice left in him still. I think he's a, a, a excellent football player. He needed to be surrounded and protected by certain players in the defense. I think, you know, when you look at Matt Ryan and what people saw was his struggles at times, but – Julio Jones in and out of the lineup. They really they tried to sign Ty Gurley two years ago. Didn't quite work out in the backfield for them. But I think going to Indianapolis, he has the perfect situation. Now go get Julio Jones. Bring Julio Jones with you. Get another receiver. I think running the football with Jonathan Taylor, playing solid and sound defense, you're going to be okay. I think the Indianapolis Colts will be okay. I think this is a major upgrade for them. I, I, I don't think Carson Wentz had the confidence down the stretch to make the big plays. And I, I know that one could look at the history for Matt Ryan, but he always seems cool, calm, and collective. And it's a veteran quarterback that understands who he is, and I think that is the compatible piece that was missing from this team last year. They were trying to find out who Carson Wentz is. That's a great point. Matt Ryan knows who he is. Yeah, I, you know, I, look, Carson Wentz had a nice bounce back year, I thought, Key. I thought he yeah. looked good, except, 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 in the moment of truth, I don't trust that dude. You mean like here? Still off. Yeah. Here, you take the ball, I don't want it? Yes. 100%. Matty Ice, I, I, I think he's going to be the same dude. Yeah, he won't do that. What he won't do is panic under pressure. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, Carson Wentz decided that when the pressure came to bear, he was going to all of a sudden become something different. And I think Matt Ryan has this cool, calm, collective kind of Matty Ice feel to him. Matt Ryan is a Matt Ryan is legit. I think Indianapolis will challenge Tennessee now in the division. The one thing that they have to do is they have to upgrade the receiver position. Michael Pittman Jr. is not enough. They've got to go out there, whether it's in the draft or whatever's left in free agency, and make a splash. Hey, Key, uh, listen to this stat, and then I have a I, I got a question for you about the way this all went down. I'm curious about this, but since the start of 2016, Matt Ryan. Leads the NFL in passing yards since 2016. He's fifth in touchdown passes. This is Evan Kaplan from ESPN Stats and Info came up with that stat. Good work. Um, Key, let me ask you this. Remember when the Browns were talking about they want an adult in the room with yeah. Baker? Right? Uh-huh. Jay, you remember? Right. Okay, this, is just, mm-hmm. this just went down. Well, that was Look reported at, by Chris Martinson. By, by Morty. By Morty. Sorry, yeah. So think about this for a second. Matty Ice... $40 million dead cap hit, right? All you're getting is a third rounder back. He goes to ownership. Hey, look, I'd love to play for the Colts. He doesn't have a no trade clause, nothing. But he was, he's, been a, he's been a good leader, good soldier the whole time. Yeah. Okay, here it is, right? Baker Mayfield, much lower cap hit, much younger, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Can't find a, a landing spot. Is, does that have to do with the way Baker has carried himself with the team versus Matty Ice with, with well, I Atlanta? Think, I think, though, Max, when you look at it, 
Rich McKay, along with Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, and Rich McKay, the president of the team, who essentially is running the team with the general manager, have a respect level of with Matthew Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan, I call him Matthew. He hit me for that. Um, <laughs> with Matt Ryan. And I think when you when you think about a veteran guy who is, like you said, is just stand-up, who, who does everything the right way, um, they're going to respect you at a certain level. They're going to give you that, give you that opportunity to – because they realize for a couple of years now that they wanted to get young and move on. Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, you know, he was sensitive. His feelings got hurt, and I don't blame him, but he also needed to understand that's Deshaun Dan Watson. And he's a good football player, and he's better than you. And it happens. Key, don't you think a lot of it has to do with maturity level about where you are in your career? And I'm not making any excuses for Baker Mayfield at all because he didn't handle it correctly. But if you look at a situation, yeah, the number one overall pick, I'm the guy, I'm trying to get the big bag. Whereas Matt Ryan has been around the block before, and he understands how to leverage it, right? Okay, you guys are going for Deshaun Watson. I understand that. You guys have wanted to be younger for a while now. But here's how I'm going to leverage the situation. I'm going to be a consummate professional. I've been the leader you need me to be. In return, this is what I want. It's just the way they went about well, of, it. Of, of course, though, yeah. Jay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you got one guy in, going into his fifth year, and Matt Ryan in his 15th year. Exactly. So you got two different spectrums here, right? Matty Ice can deal with ownership different than Baker Mayfield because he's a veteran player that understands that ownership wanted to get younger. Exactly. So they wanted to go after Deshaun Watson. And they thought about a quarterback a year ago when they took Kyle Pitts out of Florida to tie it in. So those conversations already came up. Baker Mayfield – took a team to the playoffs two seasons ago. So he felt like, I'm the dude. I ran OBJ out of here. I ran Duke Johnson out of here. They're going to roll with me. And then when they slapped him in the back and said, that's not the case, he became sensitive and decided to say, trade me. Now, there's nothing wrong with asking to be traded. There's nothing wrong with that. But here's what I would say, Max and, and Jay, you better have a landing spot. Mm-hmm. I I think, Key, I'm with you, though. Like, Baker has become underrated. And at this point, I think actually very underrated. Because I'm not saying he's great, but he had a good season in the NFL a year ago. You know, he beat Pittsburgh when the, with the chips on the line. He beat him in the playoffs. He, he, almost, he had a great duel with Lamar Jackson in a big regular season game. Like, and now he's not a starter. He might not be a starter in the wow. NFL Ooh, this year. Ooh, that hurts. Ooh, that, that hurts. Doesn't even, that doesn't even say, oh Think about God. it, though. This is going into his fifth year as the number one overall pick who actually started for four years. Whew. Now he may not have a spot unless Seattle saves him or Carolina saves him. Where's the best spot for him, Key? I think Seattle would be the best spot for him, and here's why. Because Pete Carroll doesn't mind conflict. He likes that stuff, like that that what Baker brings, that conflict, that um, I don't want to say arrogance, but that confident approach. Cocky, yeah. I don't want to, see. I don't want to use that word. Confident. I don't want to. That's why confident. you see I danced around it. Yeah, and yeah. I use confident. Well, yeah. it does. It does. I know right on what, that verge key. You know what I mean. But I know how people will treat you, because I've been there. Yeah. Where as a player, where you all of a sudden become confident and cocky. 
Keyshawn, J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Baker's going to have to do that dance, it looks like, the rest of his career. Be an adult in the room, but also don't lose the swagger. It's going to be tough. Wait till you hear what Adam Schefter said about Baker's value in an hour. But the AFC West, good Lord, it's loaded at the quarterback position. Only five can make my power rankings in the AFC. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. All right. Here are my rankings of the top five quarterbacks in the AFC. The reason we did this, only five. Key, it's an artificial cutoff just so we can leave someone off the list. Who's going to get left off? Okay. Number five. At five, I'm going to assume Deshaun Watson is the same quarterback. Whatever you think about the fact that he's back in the league, et cetera, after the 22 open cases, and if he's the same quarterback, he's going to be at least five. I can't put him higher than that because I haven't seen him in a year, but I can't drop him out of the top five. Number four. Josh Allen. As I said, he's a cyborg sent from the future to destroy Patrick Mahomes, and he almost did it. Uh, he, he, th- this dude is unreal. Number three. Justin Herbert. I mean, look, Justin Herbert, talent-wise, is there with Mahomes and Rodgers to me, and he's six foot six. He just ain't made the playoffs yet. I, I can't put him, you know, like, so maybe I have even have him a little high because he hasn't made the playoffs, but he's so good. I got him top three. Number two. This is the dude I would take. There's only one dude I'd take over this guy, obviously. Uh, Joe Burrow is at two for me. Because we all talk about his moxie. He's this, he's that. He has the winner thing. We don't talk about the fact he's fast, he can throw, he's accurate, he can read defenses, all those things. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he got all that extra stuff, too. Number one. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, if you give him half a chance, it's a rat. I know he had a bad year, but his (laughs) bad year is another guy's career year. To me, that's the best quarterback in the AFC. That's it. I mean, I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad at the list, Key. I mean, obviously, there's Lamar Jackson that's left off. But I, considering the year he had last year, knowing what Deshaun Watson is, you can make an argument that Deshaun Watson could be top two uh, right up there with Patrick Mahomes. I think people have forgotten about how good he actually is. 
But I, I don't have a problem with I problem more so with the numbers, but not with who the five individuals are. Well, yeah, that's what I would say, Jay. Here's what I'm gonna say about Max's list. Good list in terms of the quarterbacks. It's an easy list, right? I always put Kyler Murray, Deshaun Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Jackson, Lamar oh, Jackson. You combine it in. <laughs> well, because I'm so used to saying Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. I put Lamar in in Lamar and Kyler Murray in a separate. Like they're over there somewhere else. They they got their own little area and the whole thing, right? But when I look at the list, the names are great. The order is kind of screwy Louie for me. Because if I'm going to go number one, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Based on what I know about the, what the Houston Texans situation was the last time we saw Deshaun Watson, the type of players that he had and what he had to do to will his team to victory, I put him at number two. Because I'm assuming he hadn't played, he's healthy, he's going to be Deshaun Watson Again, on a better and now team. his team yeah. is better. Yeah. He has a better mm-hmm. team. And number three for me is Josh Allen. Number four for me is Justin Herbert. And although Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl, yeah, he's number five. I like your, I, I I like just, your order too, Key. I can't I just, lie. It's hard for I just, me. Joe Burrow, I, I get it. Prisoner of the moment. Yeah, da, da. But I saw a lot of games that could have gone the other way. Here's the thing about you Joe know? Burrow. This is the only thing I'll say. When it came down to it, the way I did the list was this. Everyone's available. I get to my top choice. Patrick Mahomes now off the board because I took him. All right, now everyone's available except for Patrick Mahomes. I have a team. When push comes to shove, not how I think people are going to respond to it, but who's the dude who I want? Burrow won the national player. He he had the best college season ever, followed by the best championship game ever, got drafted first overall, and the next time he was healthy, he sauntered into the Super Bowl in a mink coat and almost won the thing. Key, my only hesitation Wait, on Joe Burrow. Wait, was he Burrow. in the Meek in L.A.? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Was that in L.A.? I believe was so, right? LA? Didn't he walk I think it might have been in Kansas City. No, I think it was in Kansas City. Oh, was that. Yeah, it was in Kansas City. But I'm you get the idea. Meek in L.A., that's doing it. You got to be even more gangster, but you get the idea. I was about to say, it was 100 degrees during the Super Bowl. Key, my only thing, and I know he has his bodyguard in town now and Leo Collins. I understand that, and I like what they're doing with their O-line. I just – I know that as a player – once you've established yourself, it's great run to get the Super Bowl. I think he can do it again. But scouting report is out. And now when the expectation is that you're the guy, how do you handle being the guy at the National Football League level? My well, quarterback. He's, got, he's yeah. got some players, man. Well, I, I mean, he's got yeah. guys around him. Their, their offensive skill positions is probably could – could argue. One could argue their skill positions is probably the best in the National Football League. Um I just don't know if a so-called second or sophomore slump, so to call it, because his first year was not a complete year, last year was more of a complete year, that that Cincinnati would fall into that category. I, I just don't know. I like Joe Burrow. I understand what Max is saying. He won a national title, blah, blah, blah. We can point to a lot of guys that done a lot of great stuff in college and then followed up with good solid starts to their careers in the National Football League, Max. So, you know, we'll see. And Jamar Chase, I mean, will he have his second year will be better than – his first year was really good. Yeah, I'm going to bet on Jamar Chase. (laughs) I like him too. Maybe I'm being a prisoner of the moment. I don't know, but this is the moment we're in, damn it. My quarterback rankings are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. So I left Lamar Jackson off the list. I left Russell Wilson off the list. I left Derek Carr off the list. Who did I leave off, in your opinion? One Mahomes, two Burrow, three Herbert, 
Four, Josh Allen. Five, Deshaun Watson. Who did I leave off the list that deserves to be on? Did I get the order right? 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. We're going to hear from you about that. Um, I don't know. Josh Allen. <clears throat> Got Josh Allen. Four, Josh huh? Allen. It was so hard. Ooh. Like The way he looked against Mahomes, and they were saying it during the broadcast, whoever touches the ball last is going to win the game, right? Mahomes happened to get it yeah. last key. The thing that scares me about Josh Allen now moving forward is Brian Dable is no longer his offensive coordinator. And can Ken Dorsey duplicate what they were able to do under Dable? Yep. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, because you think about his – you think about under Dable, Josh Allen was the perfect success story in terms of a quarterback developing from a big, raw, young kid with an arm and legs to more refined every year till he became a great quarterback. And But Dable's not there anymore. I think everyone's looking at that. What's going to happen? Key, I'm going in a different direction here. I truly think Max has forgotten how good Deshaun Watson was as a quarterback. Mm. No, I don't think so. I, I, well, I know there's <laughs> – there's questions about, well, we haven't seen him play in a couple of years, and how will he be? But this dude was incredible. incredible. He's he, only – yeah, Jay, he only missed a little bit, so and he's healthy. But that's what I'm saying, Key. I'm, like, And I, I know that, you know, look, what you've seen lately and you think other people have probably surpassed because he's been out of sight, out of mind. But, man, it's, it's if you look at the numbers, I hear, Jay, the numbers I hear what top two, top three numbers. I hear what you're saying. I had to put Deshaun in the top five. The only thing I did was the guys who were who on the come up, because Deshaun hasn't played for a year, I just want to see him play again, and then we can, you know, shuffle the order a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I put him at two because he's on a better team than he was in Houston. At least I think with my eyeballs. He has a better coach with my eyeballs, and he's 100% healthy. Yeah. That's the only reason why I got him at two. That's what yeah, I'm saying, I mean, Key. That's a big that's – that's between two and five. Deshaun's great, though, but, like, they're all <laughs> – and, and Justin Herbert is like Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson in college is like, oh, my God, in consecutive years you have these two dudes. Justin and, Herbert's the dude they wanted Trevor Lawrence to be one day, right? Key, Justin Herbert's yeah. already that guy. And, and, we could, and we could very easily, at least I could, I could slide Russell Wilson in there and take somebody out. I could slide uh, Derek Carr in, take somebody out. It's just, especially with Derek Carr now getting – his receiver in in Devontae Adams, and you already know that Waller is there, Renfro, Hunter Renfro's there. So when you start thinking about maybe they add another piece here or there in the draft, that receiving core could be something stupid that he may even slide into that list middle of the season when we have Max redo it in October. Kia Max, here's the problem with the AFC. There's always going to be a quarterback now, considering how loaded this conference is, that's going to feel disrespected. There's always going to be a fan base that's going to feel disrespected. All right, so who's that? Who is that? Who should be disrespected by this list? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Michael in San Jose, who did I leave off? You are leaving off Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. There it starts right there. Key, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't think you're leaving him off. First of all, when you look at their best wide receiver is no longer there, and that was Noah Fan, who's the tight end in Seattle that went in the trade for Russell Wilson. I think when you look at the receiver positions, Jerry, Jerry Judy, the, the jury is still out on him. And then when you look at um, Cortland Sutton, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a solid piece, but is he, a, is he the main piece? So, I, 
You know, I, I don't think so. I think he's, he's where he needs to be, yeah. six or seven, six seven or, or eight. Yep, yep. I think there's something to prove considering last year having a hand injury and what you're used to seeing Russell do with those type of teams. I, I think there's something to prove for him, but I, I think a revamp in Denver. And, Key, I hear what you're saying about those pieces. They are still good pieces, though. It, it, this is not the same. It's also the same team that we said, hey, if Aaron Rodgers can get here, we're looking at them as a Super Bowl contender. To no, a I didn't to a degree. say that. I didn't say you did. No. I didn't say you did. There are a lot of people out there that did, though. Yeah. He's on. Well, let's put it this way. The Broncos right now, Key, if you took off the quarterback, I think are a better team than Seattle last year. Seattle don't have a defense. If you took off the quarterback, the better team. So, in other words, the rest of the team, Russell Wilson just went to a better situation. I would say, you know what I would say? Hmm. Same. Really? Same? I would say same. Why? Because they didn't really have an offense. Seattle didn't really have a defense. Earlier in the season, when Russell Wilson was healthy, they were okay. They were just sputtering along. They were okay. And then he, once he got hurt, they completely went left. Mm. Um, but I would say same. Denver last year. Denver last year. Seattle last year. About the same. Denver a little bit better this year because of Russell Wilson. Seattle got to figure out their quarterback situation. But I think they're pretty even. Ryan in New Jersey. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN What's Radio. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Ryan? What's happening? What up? How you doing this morning? I I, I feel like uh, I was gonna say Lamar Jackson's left out, but I kind of feel like Watson should be higher than uh, Herbert Nally. Now that he's on a real team with real coaches. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, the Herbert thing, Key, is really you're in like, love with Herbert. A, I am. You're, you're in I, love. I am, you're I am, infatuated I with Herbert. You think about him every morning. Let's be honest. I, I, most days I do. <laughs> you think get out about of bed. Justin. You're like Justin. Most Herbert, days I you? think about Justin Herbert. That's true. <laughs> no, but Max's Max's point of putting him at five i get it he hadn't seen him he wants to see him in a couple games yeah. and he'll be then, one then we'll reshuffle it then yeah, we'll reshuffle I, I, I get it I, yeah. I don't have a problem with that he would be two in my list and and again for lamar jackson he him and kyler murray they yeah. over there i'm just trying they to tell got people a whole, they got a whole big old house overlooking the hollywood sign they're just, good just trying to tell people key whenever there's a list of quarterbacks don't try to argue with Max about Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. They're going to be on the list. They're, they're going to be on the list. Those are his even, guys. Even if they, even if they threw five interceptions in a game, they're still yeah. on the list. Does not matter. Pr- pressure on Justin Herbert, though. That that division is gangster. We're going to get into that. Best teams to not make the playoffs this upcoming season, right? And with Russell Wilson in the division, imagine if three years go by, no yes, playoffs for yeah, Herbert, yes. then I got to reevaluate stuff too. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Mako. When life throws you uh-ohs, just say better get Mako. Go to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. We're talking about the best AFC quarterbacks because the Colts added former MVP Matt Ryan. We bring in Colts reporter Mike Wells. Mike, good morning. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. 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 Um, Maybe not as good as Matt Ryan right now, or maybe not the Colts right now. Why did they go with Matt Ryan over Baker Mayfield, who also seems to be available? Well, basically, it's based off of experience. And when you think about all the things they heard about Baker Mayfield uh, going on in Cleveland, as far as the leadership and everything, the Colts are in a position now where with the pieces they have with the Darius Leonard's and the Jonathan Taylor's and the Michael Pittman's, they want a guy that's going to come in and lead. There was issues with Carson Wentz with that last season in his one year with the Colts. And Matt Ryan, yes, he's on the tail end of his career, but he's a veteran quarterback who has been to a Super Bowl. Didn't win one, he's won an MVP. So needed a guy that can come in who will understand Frank Wright's offensive system and hopefully 
get them over the hump and try to get them back in the mix in the AFC South. Because like you guys were just talking about, there's so many talented quarterbacks in the AFC this year. Making the playoffs is going to be hard. The quickest way to get there is by winning the division. Mike, now that, that Matt Ryan is in the fold and ready to rock and roll in Indianapolis, is Julio Jones on the next bus headed to town? I would be shocked by that. I mean, listen, we all know what who, who how talented Julio was when he was with Atlanta and he and Matt Ryan were teaming up together. But he went to Tennessee last year, and he had issues staying on the field. I mean, they, the Colts have enough problems with a wide receiver as far as the lack of depth at that position behind Michael Pittman. They could bring in a veteran like Julio, but there's question marks on if he can stay healthy. I mean, he's no good on the sideline watching the game if he can't be out there playing. I think at this point it would probably be tough for them to, to bring him in because of where he's at at this point in his career and because of the health concerns. But you never know when it comes to Chris Ballard and his thinking and, and free agency because they still have plenty of salary cap money to spend. Mike, where does this put the Colts in the division? I mean, listen, Tennessee's been the top dog for a number of years. I think Mike Vrabel is one of the most underrated head coaches in the NFL because they're not a flashy football team. They're one of those, you know, you know, take the lunch pills, the work type guys punch you in the mouth, and they don't care if they do it by a pretty way. I still think Tennessee with Derrick Henry and Tannehill and A.J. Brown and that, that defense, they're still first in the division until the Colts prove otherwise. I mean, until, until you knock the king off the mountain, you can't say they're the best team in the division. That's Mike Wells, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you, Mike. All right, Mike. All right, tell us y'all be good. You too. Yes, sir. So there you have it. Um, guys, the AFC is stacked. There are 12 teams, I think, that realistically that could make the playoffs key. You might have a, a, even a different number, but like, seems to me there are a dozen teams that could make the playoffs. Like You say that, that's a playoff caliber team. But here's the question. Only seven teams can make it, right? Mm-hmm. So who's the best team that doesn't make the playoffs, Key? I think it could be the Ravens. Well, you said the best team. Can yeah. I have two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Take two. Take two. Since they're 12. Uh, yeah. um, I'd say the Ravens. I don't like what the Ravens have done so far at the skill position in, in the offseason. I, I would have liked to have seen them grab one of those big-time receivers that was on the board is still, you know, there's still a couple that's out there, veteran guys that can help Lamar. But I think it's the Ravens and the Broncos. I think I think a lot of people are really putting a lot on this Russell Wilson to Denver trade and really feel like that the Broncos are there. They're going to the Super Bowl, but I don't see it. I just don't see it. They could potentially miss the playoffs. All right. I'm going with the Pats. I I, I think with all these quarterback upgrades that have been happening in the league, I know I'm betting against the best coach. I'm actually betting against the two best coaches in the conference. I'm going with the Pats, and I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're taking two also? I'm going with the Steelers because I'm I'm coming back to the point that we talked about Mitchell Trubisky and the time that the Steelers got him. Everybody's like, oh, I kind of like this move. I'm like, I don't like this move. It doesn't. It doesn't send them on the trajectory I want when I look at the division, especially now with Deshaun Watson coming with the Browns. So, Look, I, I don't think Mac Jones is going to – I think their defense is fine. I, I know Bill Belichick will do his best to out-scheme people. It's been the same with Mike Tomlin, but I'm betting against those two not to make the playoffs. All right, can I take two also? Sure. Yes. Key, I get two? Yeah. yeah, right. yeah okay, not? here it goes. I would say the Browns aren't going to make it. I think – by the way, I think for the first time in history, I think all four teams can make it from a division. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like last year we wondered about the NFC West. Three teams came out and Seattle fell apart, right? Because they didn't have a defense. 
But this year, I look at the AFC West. Let's go at the Chargers, what, what the Raiders just did. I think they're going to make it. The Chargers, I can't. I, I like the Broncos. I Obviously, the Chiefs. So I think the Browns might be the odd man out because Is that due to the, the ex- suspension. I'm assuming key from based on the logic that you used. If Roethlisberger back in the day accused of something very serious, very serious, as serious as it gets, but no criminal charges are brought, and he got six games, they knocked it down to four. Right? These are 22 open civil cases. He has to get more than Roethlisberger. Right? So I'm thinking, but the NFL, knowing the NFL, they're not going to suspend him for a season, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it's a bottom line situation. Yeah. Eight games. They'll knock it down to six. If, if they go two and four, Key, I know you think they can go three and three. I think two and four might be more realistic for them. I see them being the odd man out because they'll miss Deshaun for a good chunk of the season. And then I agree with you guys. Like, the Patriots, it's just, I don't know if Mac Jones is going to be enough this year. I know Belichick is great and everything, but they're just a lot can, of good. Can I just jump in here? Because Max, you and Key are both doing this. Like, well, they go three and three, they go two and four. How do we know that the schedule doesn't get released till May? That's like, what I said yesterday. Like, we don't know if we don't know team. if their first like four games are going to yeah, be but, like but, the Steelers twice, the Bengals, the you know the the Ravens. Like, they play in a tough division. Like, I, I don't know that we can just say the Browns are going to go three and three, two and guessing. four against whatever their schedule is because we don't know what it is, and it could be really, really difficult at the start of the season, uh, especially I, if the NFL wants to punish the Browns for the way they handled this Watson thing. Max, we talked about that yesterday. One way the NFL could do that without anybody knowing is just make their schedule really hard when he's not there. He, here's here's why I say it, Evan. Because I think Jacoby Brissett, who has yeah. come over from Indianapolis, is more than capable of holding it together sure, but we for don't know a short period playing. of time. Yeah. But wait, let me finish. <laughs> Hold it together for a short period of time, no matter who they're playing. They got a talented roster, okay? They got running backs and an offensive line. They got a defense that, if they come to the party, can play. They just acquired one of the top ten receivers in the National Football League. So two and four, three and three with Jacoby Brissett, to me, no matter who they're playing, isn't far-fetched. Jay, I agree. They're a good team. They got a good offensive line. They got a good head coach. They got a good backup quarterback. Yeah. I don't see them going one and five or something like that. No, but, but I don't Evan see does that. bring up a, a great point considering that they did try to circumvent the NFL's authority by backloading Deshaun Watson's contract. Could they reprimand them by saying, hey, for these games, you're going to play against a gauntlet? Like, that's a legitimate thing. But no, they're not. You, the, league, the league is not going to do that. Yeah, but, but even if they did, give me a. I'm with Key. Like, give me a gauntlet and show me where they're not going to get at least two wins. Like, a divisional game is a tough game for anybody, right? So you're going to lose. Like, even if that's Pittsburgh twice, they'll, they'll win one of those, right? If it's the Ray, whoever it is, they'll get a win. It's, it's the NFL, man. You got a good yeah. offensive line, a good coach, a solid quarterback. You're gonna get. Yes. You're gonna be right there. 100%. Let's wait until the schedule comes out. Speaking of divisions, I think that's fair to wait till we know what the suspension will be the schedule. Yes. Tom Brady's been in Tampa for two years. He's the most tenured quarterback already. Next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.